Welcome to the Right Brain Journeys podcast, a place for young professionals, recent graduates, and aspiring leaders to hear from mentors and gain valuable business and professional communication soft skills and insights. I'm Gino Parati, and I'm an expert in the field of interpersonal communication, which means that I study human behavior in the context of relationships. I'm a published author on the subjects of culture, gender, nonverbal communication, and soft skills such as public speaking. I've worked in the corporate world in the field of training and development and have been a lecturer at some of the largest and most prestigious universities and colleges in the U.S. So I've seen firsthand how powerful communication is for us as professionals. And now I serve with this knowledge as an educator, coach, and mentor. I've created this podcast to make business and professional communication soft skills and insights accessible and actionable with the goal of helping us achieve success in the workplace. For this episode of the Right Brain Journeys podcast, we are exploring the benefits of travel and being immersed in another culture. You'll hear stories of how people have leveraged their travels as learning and development opportunities. And for my own story, I will talk about an increasingly popular option for young professionals and recent graduates, the gap year or sabbatical. I've done several of these and am planning my next one now. This topic has evolved from a mentoring meeting that I host each month, and in April, we talked about how you can have this type of personal growth and travel experience for yourself. It was a great conversation, and I wanted to preserve it in a more permanent way here in the podcast so that more people can hear about this fun and fulfilling option. I've invited a few featured guests, people that I know personally, to share their own stories about how their travels have enriched their lives. These guests invite you to connect with them if you'd like, and we've put their social media or email information in the show notes. This is Tadisha. I'm Tadisha. I'm a partnership manager at Matter Lab, which is a mission-driven marketing communications agency. I've traveled through Italy from Naples to Milan, studying international communications, and then eventually interned in Shanghai, China for a PR firm. Although my travels were rooted in learning and career exploration, I was afforded the opportunity to immerse in the cultures of the countries that I've been to. I've explored, I've gotten lost, I've met locals, had adventures, and most importantly, tried amazing new food. My biggest takeaway is to have respect. Respect the land, respect the people, and respect their customs. My motivation for these experiences have been guided by my desire to be a global citizen. I love to hear about where people are from and learn about their cultures. It helps me gain a deeper understanding and a greater appreciation for my fellow human beings. The biggest emotions I've experienced while abroad were anxiety and excitement. As a young college student, there were times where I would be running out of money and stressing about who I could ask because I did not want a lecture for my family. So note, being invested in the experience also can have you in the hole. So it's definitely important to manage your money wisely. Decide on what kind of experience you are seeking. What kind of vibe are you looking for? Do you want to self-reflect and meditate? Do you want to go on a food tour? Do you want to hang out at the beach all day? Ski? Do you want to learn a new language through an immersion program? 
Do your research to see if there's a program or a tour group that is centered around your interests in your desired location. There are a ton of Facebook groups. TikTok has become a great platform for travel locations. I've seen a few places that I wanted to go <laughs> since being on TikTok. Whatever you do, have fun. Here's Jenna. My name is Jenna Frizzone Palanza. Um, I'm currently a curriculum alignment specialist for Nearpod, which is a K through 12 educational technology company delivering um, immersive, interactive experiences for students both in the U.S. and abroad. Um, I'm here to talk about, you know, my gap year uh, or my sabbatical, which was six months. I actually went to Casale Monferrato, which is in Italy, located in the Piedmont region. Um, this is in northwest Italy. It's a region closest to France. It's maybe about an hour outside of Milan. And I was lucky enough to find this internship through my Italian program um, and professor at the University of Central Florida when I was an undergraduate for me to go ahead and teach English in an Italian high school for the 2015 school year for the spring. I've always had an extreme passion for Italian language and culture. Long story short, when I was 13 years old, um, my grandma was able to reconnect with her long lost relatives in Palermo. And from that, I realized I had all these cousins that were my age and they were all studying English. So um, I picked up a book and started learning Italian. And my cousin and I talked almost every week uh, in the beginning on our AOL emails and instant messenger to give you a better idea of the time period. I knew when I went to college that, um, you know, that I wanted to have my own experience and I wanted to gain my own perspectives outside of what I had already learned um, with my family. And I'm so thankful for that push that I had when I was younger, that spark, that was really important to me. And I knew it was something that I wanted to do before or soon after I graduated. Um, when I decided that this was something I wanted to do, um, I felt a really wide range of emotions um, when deciding to go on this journey and, and during it for that matter. I felt excitement, I felt guilt, fear, uncertainty. Um, you know, I asked myself questions like, is this the right decision? Is it right for me to leave my family and uh, my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband? I was 21, 22 years old at the time. I didn't have a lot saved, um, but I, I knew and I was constantly putting money away to try to get to this experience. Um, but I just didn't know if it would have a long lasting impact on my finances if I did go ahead and, and do this experience, uh, have this experience. It wasn't just kind of a, a leap that I decided to do one day. It was very deeply rooted. It was something I really knew I wanted to do. Um, and I just kind of knew that this was the time and this was the opportunity to do so. Well, if I could change anything about my experience, uh, looking back, I would have stayed longer. <laughs> um, financially at the time, I, of course, I, I wasn't able to. But if I could do it again, I would have tried to get even more time out of the experience. Um, because I'm realizing now that life really only gets busier. But otherwise, I don't think that there's anything I would have changed, even the negative things that came out of my trip, but I wouldn't change a single thing about any part of my experience because at the end of the day, I, I learned from every single mishap in, in those six months that I was there. Piece of advice would be to try not to make excuses and be honest with yourself. There's always going to be a million reasons not to do something, but I promise that if it's worth it to you, um, you can and you will make it happen no matter what. This is Christine. This is Christine Donaldson. I am a professor of communication with Baruch College, uh, with the CUNY system of New York City. I teach primarily interpersonal communication, persuasion, and public speaking. 
Technically, I have never taken an actual sabbatical or gap year. I have worked and traveled simultaneously. I am going to talk today about a trip that I took in 2015 to Europe with my daughter. Motivation for the trip was actually my father had passed away the year before, and my mother had passed away about two years before that. So I had had sort of a turbulent time period. I took a three-week trip. We flew into Milan. We drove down through Tuscany and stayed in a very small, a small Italian village called Luca near Florence. Um, and we had a lovely time. We learned to cook in Italy. We went to the ocean. We went to the beach. We saw monuments. We had wine tastings. However, there was a drawback. And the problem was that before I we left on this trip, I had a plan. I had a schedule for some work that needed to be done um, before leaving, before a certain deadline. But we arrived at our accommodations and I had to work because I hadn't gotten it done in advance. And this obviously created uh, a lot of tension between my daughter and I because it was just the two of us and she couldn't, she couldn't really, she wasn't comfortable going off and on her own. Um, and she wasn't comfortable driving. So this was truly a lesson learned in terms of bearing in mind the people that you're traveling with and what kind of travel partner you are going to be. We did end up having some great times, as I said, but I will say the amount of work that I had to have completed did create a barrier and was an obstacle for us. Best of luck to all of you. This is Fatima. Hi, I'm Fatima Baishin. I'm a public figure. Um, I speak, I teach, I write based on my professional and personal experiences that I've gained over the last two decades. And my goal now is to basically inspire other people to thrive throughout their journey in a more truncated time frame. I'm 42 years old and I really just thought about how I want the next 10 years of my life to look after spending two decades just kind of globe trotting and building a, a great career that I'm really proud of, um, hitting some amazing milestones, working with some incredible people and in some incredible markets, but just realized that I want to live differently in this next decade. Uh, so while I was on in kind of my sabbatical, my three, four month sabbatical, I basically went inward and I built out the current creative platform that I have, which is Authentic Fee. Um, Authentic Fee is really kind of using my voice to share my life experiences both pers personally and professionally to support other people along their life path. I really want to see other people thrive sooner. That is really my motivation because I held myself back for so many years with either negative self-talk or not feeling as if I were good enough to accomplish X, Y, or Z. I want other people to get to where I am now in terms of headspace, not in terms of milestones or accomplishments or quote unquote success, because I think we each define success differently. And when I decided to do the gap or sabbatical, I got to tell you, it was an excruciating ego death for me because I've spent the last two decades in the 
international affairs, diplomacy consulting, communication sphere, it was just a, a really wide learning curve and pivot for me. If I can just give people one piece of advice, it's to release that fear of judgment because people are going to think whatever they're going to think, whenever they're going to think it, irrespective of what you do or don't do. So you might as well go ahead and live the life that you came to live. And this is my story. I'm Gino. I'm an educator, coach, and mentor for both public colleges and through my own consulting work with my learning and development company, Right Brain Journeys. I've done several travel experiences for my own personal growth, ranging from a week in Florence to a month in Northern Italy to a month in Montreal. My sabbaticals were all about having fun, getting away from my routine, away from my usual circle of people, and being invigorated by new sights, new sounds, new tastes, new experiences. It was a retreat away from the familiar. My biggest takeaways were new habits, new ways of doing things, and new ways of seeing the world. I picked up new languages, new foods, new friends, new understandings about myself, how my culture has influenced me, and, of course, I learned deeper things about other people and other cultures, too. I saw the world with my own eyes, not filtered through the lens of a TV show or a magazine article or someone else's experience. Looking back, it's clear now that the motivation for my sabbaticals was about creating a space to heal from burnout, from working too much, from the heavy weight of expectations from family and friends, from the monotony of my daily routine, from living a life that others wanted for me. I was motivated to discover what I wanted for my life and to align how I lived with my values. When I decided to give myself permission to take these sabbaticals, there were two primary emotions that I felt. Fear and relief. Fear about how I was going to manage to afford taking that much time off. Fear about what my employer might think of me for asking for that much time and worry about how I was going to plan to get everything done at home that still needed to get done while I was away. And then I felt relief. Relief that I finally was going to do something that excited me, that I was finally saying yes to living the experiences that I wanted for myself. The main obstacle I had to overcome in order to allow this experience to happen ended up being me. I was my main obstacle. My old mindset was where I used to believe that a responsible person doesn't leave their life for that long, that a responsible person doesn't waste money on travel like that. I mean, take a week of vacation and then go back home and get on with life. That was how I used to think. So I had to change this mindset because it was in conflict with what I actually wanted, which was the freedom to explore other places and not constantly feel pressured by time constraints and schedules. Would I change anything about my experiences? Well, I did change one major thing as I did more and more of these sabbaticals. I became less structured to allow for the spontaneity of the day to unfold more organically. And it was great. Now, I just plan the big stuff like my travel arrangements, my accommodations, and major sightseeing or events. I don't plan restaurants. I don't plan for every evening. Instead, I leave room for invites from new friends and even go on spontaneous dates. It's a lot more fun than having a jam-packed itinerary. For me, one of the things that I'm retreating from is the stress of a hectic schedule that was causing burnout. 
So do I plan on taking another gap year or sabbatical in the future? Yes, I definitely will be taking sabbaticals in the future. And now that I have my coronavirus vaccination, I'm looking at the possibility of renting a place in another country for a few months in the fall while my work remains virtual. Obviously, I'm being flexible as the pandemic is still in progress, and we'll have to see whose borders are open and how safe things are at that time, but I'm actively thinking about it. Here's my advice. If you're interested in doing your own gap year or sabbatical, my suggestions are, first, tell yourself it's okay to take extended time off, even if it's just to go and have a fun time enjoying life. Second, get an idea of your financial budget. How much can you realistically afford to spend while away? Consider whether or not you will still have to pay for bills at home and if you'll be collecting a salary for the entire time that you're gone. Some people can take paid extended time off and others don't have that luxury. Sometimes people rent out their homes and make back some of the money that they'll be spending. Next, talk with people who've done it, like those of us in this podcast episode. Learn from us who've successfully taken a gap year or sabbatical before. What's worked, what hasn't, our recommendations, our connections. Finally, explore options in the places that excite you. Go somewhere that you'll be thrilled to wake up to and spend time exploring. That's the point of this, to awaken that childlike curiosity where life is a fun adventure again. Here are the key takeaways for this episode. We heard from several featured guests about their personal experiences with how travel has enriched their lives. They shared where they went, how long they were away, what they learned, and how they overcame obstacles to make this experience happen for themselves. And finally, our featured guests offered advice on how you can start to think about how to plan and leverage your own travels as learning and development opportunities. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Right Brain Journeys podcast, where we explored the benefits of travel and being immersed in another culture. For deeper conversations about this and mentorship opportunities, I invite you to join the Right Brain Journeys mentoring membership community. Membership is free, and the application link is in the show notes for this episode. I'm excited to tell you about our newest course from Right Brain Journeys. I will be teaching virtual public speaking for professionals where we practice a variety of exercises to improve our business and professional communication skills. I will meet with you over the course of several weeks for a combination of live virtual group meetings and weekly self-paced modules. We're now accepting enrollment for the June 1st summer cohort. See the show notes for the course link. Share this episode with your network and be sure to subscribe to the Right Brain Journeys podcast. Following the theme of this episode, I will be taking a summer sabbatical from recording podcasts for June, July, and August. During those months, you can keep up with the latest business and professional communication tips by following me, Gino, on LinkedIn and Right Brain Journeys on Instagram. So tune in for September 15th for our next episode of the Right Brain Journeys podcast. Have a great summer. Be sure to relax, recharge, and have fun.